1: Okay, we are facing the worst crisis in our lifetimes, and uh, we're going to talk about basketball. That's not happening. Um, my name's Guy Williams. I'm joined by my brother Paul Williams. Hello. And our friend JT. Hello. And uh, we've got. Yeah, we're, I'm excited to be here too. We've actually got quite a little little. There's quite a lot of stuff going on, and Paul is. He's 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 sick of last dance chat He's got some hot chat No, I'm not.
2: But it's just my chats
0: <laughs>
2: getting attacked. Paul, I've heard rumors that you've got a new thing, and I am no,
0: excited. But I'd what? just like to I'd like to open with the most pressing thing because we wait, just wait, 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 we wait started,
1: just, just Paul, just chill, just chill. We're just gonna play the intro. You've never you've never been this energetic before. I love it. Here we go. Time for I'm the so music. Excited. Paul, oh, you are bloody smoking, mate. What's going down?
0: Oh no, well, I, we were just talking about Brittany Murphy. I just wanted to say because you guys were.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we, and, we, we talked um, about that being as, as like it was a surprise. Everyone really mourned her. Like she was really special to a lot of people. And but we're doing that yeah. chat. We're doing that chat off here. And while off here, I enjoy making callous jokes about celebrities. On air, I'm more like <laughs> full respect to you, Brittany. You're a legend. You're a candle yes. in the wind.
0: Yes. Well, also with britney murphy i was shocked when she passed away because i was assumed like okay what when you think of britney murphy what movie do you think of uh
2: mm-hmm.
1: eight
0: Never mile oh okay JC, well you don't know I
2: don't know but i think i know i got clueless go oh,
0: isn't she wow. she's in clueless right
1: i i don't know if she I is. Thought that's is she
0: oh I mean, all uh, she's I most she's known yeah okay on wikipedia the first film it lists is clueless okay the yeah, Rachel, I, do know. But I just i just always assumed she was the main person in clueless yeah, aka I, I, I alicia silverstone i
1: was clueless she was even in clueless i feel like it's not actually
0: you guys were kind of saying like people talk too much about her death People did talk a lot about her death, but they didn't talk about it for the right reasons. Hey, you're, okay. make, you're
1: making us sound terrible. We were just saying we were just saying she was the first celebrity to die, so there's a huge outpouring, and then I, I don't know. I, I yeah. Did. Okay, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> you, you're, you're ruining the momentum I just built with that um, kind of spooky word. It's Pete okay, What did I say? I said like people. A lot of people were talking about it, but they weren't talking about it for the right reasons. Okay, Brittany Murphy was found dead it was very sad she was found dead in her house uh december 20th 2009
1: and i was respectful Um, about that passing correct
0: and she collapsed in her bathroom uh and she died after going and i think when they did an autopsy i can't really read this fast enough oh yeah so it was pneumonia she died of. i think first people thought drug overdose assumed she died of
2: pneumonia i think think
1: pneumonia is drug overdose
2: isn't it yeah that's drug overdose paul i'm pretty sure Oh what! I think they use a lot of things like that that are just code for
0: with secondary uh, factors of iron deficiency, anemia, and multiple
2: drug. Into- oh man! Yeah, that's called that's called going on a bender. I think this is
0: a crop. Paul, <laughs> this
2: whole
0: I'm well, this whole story thing. is a
2: crop. Poor, what,
0: what, <laughs> now this, what? Isn't <laughs> this isn't the big thing. This isn't the big thing. But um,
1: I can't believe we're All, all I was this. gonna
0: say. All I was gonna say was five months later, her widower. Simon Monjack, her (laughs) husband,
1: he was found dead
0: at the same house uh, from pneumonia and severe anemia. Well,
1: he was probably on drugs too. Yeah, well...
0: Well, it's crazy that they wouldn't say drug overdose because... So then people um, said that... uh, It was reported that the LA Department of Health considered toxic mould might have been in the house causing the deaths. And um, the mum came out, Brittany Murphy's mum sharon came out and was said that as quote absurd before doing a three a 180 not a 360 she didn't go around and then <laughs> say it was absurd again she um she did a 180 and she said that she believes that toxic mold had killed her daughter and her son-in-law
1: oh my god and
0: but now that you guys have announced that they were just drug overdoses i don't know what to believe no. you've announced it. i've been announced it. you've <laughs> announced it no. how do you know did you sell the drugs? Can
1: I just say can I just say I don't know? But
0: No, I'm gonna say you guys uh, were involved.
1: Yeah. Don't leave me hanging here, guy. On my own. Yeah, well I, I I don't know. I just when you hear pneumonia, you definitely assume drugs straight away. Like it's like heart failure. Oh I didn't liver failure, you, you assume When reason. I hear pneumonia
0: I picture like the revenant and as a guy like I haven't seen that movie, but I imagine at some
2: stage he gets quite cold and he's <laughs> like ooh, ooh, ooh. We can review. So apparently it's good. There's going to be that. It looks like the season will pick up. Still in Orlando. In cool. Orlando is the Orlando. Wow. Vegas. And it's going to be campus style. So you know, you know what that means, don't you? Disneyland, baby. Or what's it called? Disney World in Orlando. Disney World, yeah. And then, guys, make the connection. If the NBA is at Disney World, where are they playing? Orlando. The Metaball. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, well done, well done.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's great, but it is factually inaccurate because there is no Matterhorn in um, Disney World, only <laughs> over in, in LA.
2: But still good. Yeah, but exciting times. So, and you know what? Actually... You know what this means, though. By the that? magic, every game a home game. Wow. Oh, and that magic crowd. They're rabid. So they. Um. So I think that the big things holding it back are the amount of testing they'd need, even just the support staff. And apparently they're going to have some sort of tolerance for positive cases. So say they they start up, they're not just going to scrap it as soon as there's one positive case. They'll they'll be like a tolerance, say that if they get ten in a week, it's fine.
1: I just reckon, keep track. Yeah, wow. I reckon you're going to get like Patrick Beverly, like intentionally like go out going out and entrap contract, contracting <laughs> disease, so you yeah. like intimidate people with it on the court or something.
0: I was yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking that like during the peak of the lockdown, there was no easier time to defend yourself against like, an attacker because you could just be like, I've got it and I'll spit on you if yeah. you take another step. I
1: left my gen- <laughs> I left my generals in the park, in a public park for two days and no one took them and I think it was because of COVID.
2: I feel like the underworld's not really... You know how you talk about demand and, and elastic and elastic demand, right? I don't think the criminal underworld is hugely um uh, affected by covid or do you think that like they've sort of been like no robberies could be infection
1: yeah i i reckon i reckon crime would have gone down especially because everyone's in their house so there'd be very few home yeah
0: people keep saying that though but you've then got to think no one's in their was in their business Hmm. so like you know breaking into a shop it there well, was like the never business, time.
1: But businesses have like good security systems and like strong, mm, birds, maybe. Whereas homes are quite yeah. flimsy. Do you ever think it'd be? Yeah, cool, right. Do you ever think it'd be quite fun to like do burglaries? I like, do
0: occasionally, but I've always I've always thought I, I'd hate to burgle from someone's house. If I burgled, I would want to be a big corporation, you know, go in, take a microwave get out
1: from hotel.
0: and do it and do it and do it purely um from a you know with a pure heart in the sense that i'm just trying to do a oceans 11 style mission for a bit of fun um i'm not really you know i'm taking a hundred dollar microwave from a large corporation what if you, what
1: if you robbed from like ba- bad people though what if you like robbed like um i don't know you like found a register mm. of like registered sex offenders or something i guess that's gonna just compound their problems, but. Um yeah i don't know just a thought
2: i think you i had a thought though um recently on this subject because i thought it would be really cool i think they have a version of the show in america but it's like the perfect so it's a game show and you know it's going to be a type of crime but you don't know what and Mm. you you get to the location so it's a house and they're like right you have to commit a murder here You, you you don't actually murder the person but you describe how you would and you have to like cover your tracks completely you can plan it you don't you can like track the person for a day yeah. and to see, and then there's profi- professional detectives trying to catch you. Yeah. But it has to yeah, be done. Awesome. I'd love to do something like that. Like,
0: I think that's bag really bag. cool. I kind of once pitched a similar thing where it was like, yeah, basically stealing a painting. Um, but I think that's so cool. Really good idea.
1: We're all oh, thanks, we're, Scott. we're all big into crime. We can acknowledge that. Um, but uh, this week in the basketball world, um, Danny Green, oh by the way, can I just put in a comment there, I don't think the NBA is coming back um, anytime soon, I'm like, I, I hope it does, and I wish them all the best, and I've heard today that all the superstars are having a meeting to form an Avengers style super team to try and um, put a pitch out for the league coming back, but I'm just like, America is in such turmoil, t- t- turmoil, It's just it seems hard to believe that they will be able to get themselves back on track, you know, is anyone else sceptical? Just me, anyway. Anyway. Um, I want to talk about Danny Green's um, ball ad. Um, have you guys seen Danny Green is doing an ad. The NBA player is doing an ad he's filmed on his cell phone. It's, quite, it's actually quite good delivery from him um, where he advertises a razor um, for shaving your um, private region. I'll just play a little bit of audio here. i Paul and JT probably won't be able to hear this, but check this out. Fellas, if you lived as long as I have, you know there's two very important things that you must take care of. And both of those are your balls. For one, it should not look like this, fuzzy, hairy, just plain dirty. Okay, I realize that sounds um, bad because you can't see the video. He has tennis balls. Can I just um, reiterate that while this ad is dodgy, it's not Danny Green revealing his testicles on on camera.
0: I didn't hear it, and I'm glad uh, I didn't, I
1: think. He, he, he starts, no,
0: his,
1: his first line is, not. fellas, if you've lived as long as I have, like, when, <laughs> when is that, when has age yeah. been this, like, and you also, you're not that old as well, you've only lived like, what, 30 years?
2: He's not that old, right? Like, he'd be, what, 35 max?
1: Yeah, and, oh, it's just so... What, does he think he lives in medieval times?
0: <laughs> when I think Danny Green, all I think of is his um, trip to the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin. <laughs> Where he um, he posted a selfie of himself standing there with the uh, with the caption, "You know I had to do it one time." Lol. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 and obviously there was backlash, and he he then apologized on Twitter, and then he uh, did a re upload with the caption. A lot of history here, more than you could imagine. Very sad slash tragic things have happened. Hashtag Holocaust. Hashtag. War. <laughs>
1: So so bad. <laughs> but anyway. Oh my God, oh my God. JT is loving this so much and I really like that. I wish I could be enjoying it as much yeah. as JT is. It's so good. What did he say? Do I have
2: to do it?
0: I had, you know I had to do it one time, lol. Hashtag Holocaust. <laughs> I think that's I think it's one of the funniest NBA moments ever. It
1: definitely is. Um up
0: there with with one of my other favourites that I rewatched recently is when the. Um, oh, yeah. When I think Rocky, the Denver Nuggets oh, mascot, God. was getting lowered down from the ceiling, <laughs> but passed out due to heat in their costume. <laughs> and so the lymph body <laughs> gets lowered down. So good. Swinging around. <laughs> it's so. Like, and then it lands on the ground and just collapses in the heat. It's so bad. Like, it literally looks like they're just hoisting oh. down the dead body of their mascot. But um
1: JT, you, anyway. you went to a ple- I have not laughed that hard in years. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you right now. <laughs> you went to a happy I place. Stuff like that just really gets me. I love people doing stuff. It's just like, I couldn't <laughs> even imagine doing. Got been thinking. Got been
2: thinking. Got been thinking. And guy have come up with something. Got been thinking.
1: Um, I'm back to basketball for a second and this isn't even topical it was just something that hit me three days ago and I was just blown away and maybe you guys will be like duh but for me it just blows my mind that there were three MVPs drafted by the OKC Thunder they're all still basically in their prime and none of them play for the OKC Thunder anymore is that not just like mind-blowingly crazy to you guys?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's I think it weird. was kind of crazy that that they that they drafted three three y- yeah.
1: But now they didn't uh, build around what they didn't hold on to one of them like that's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the, but they've got they've got a lot of um. Oh yeah, they're going to be great in and... five or six years' time. Like they effed up badly, man. And don't get me wrong, credit for drafting that many in the first place, but like. That has got to go down. I know they get shit for the Harden trade, but like to have three MVPs and to lose all of them. And I know in five years' time they got a bright future, but that is that's that's a yeah.
2: But let's look case by case, right? So the only real fuck up is Harden. Like Mm. Durant, I don't think you could really. I mean, maybe you could. What really you should blame them for actually? So Harden's a mistake. Then they should have just doubled down on one of. Durant or Westbrook,
1: they got married.
2: Trade Westbrook, keep Durant. Exactly, but getting rid of Westbrook when they did was—I don't—I don't don't think you could complain about that. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but but the point—the point is uh, um, Durant and obviously is a strange person, which is part of it. Like he left and he did something very weird. But like, still, to have three and now have zero and now spend the rest of your lives trying to draft another one and maybe. who knows? They they might never draft another one. Like I don't know. It's just yeah. It blows. Anyway, sorry for sorry for banging on about that. Um, pause it time to talk about the Atlanta Magic, or do you have a big thing to talk about?
0: A big thing, big thing. Ooh, um, it's not that big.
1: Well, it's pretty I've big. i have overpacked it for sure. Well, <laughs> no, just today
0: on um. Yep. Is it bigger than Britney
1: Murphy um, dying of pneumonia, or smaller than that?
0: Um, I don't know. Today <laughs> on NBA Reddit there was a post uh warriors let minority owner who shoved kyle lowry in nba finals return to executive role and it seemed like most of the people were like yeah like who cares um yeah, but man. then i scrolled down and there was a, there was a comment from a raptors fan called icky Rob, Wait, is your big uh, thing for-
1: a comment on reddit
0: you yeah, kinda, <laughs> because we'll just listen to it. Okay. They got sixty up. It's got fifty nine up votes. Oh, 11 hours ago, and they said, "Remember, remember when?" And then in quote marks, someone hired a dude to write a hit piece on Lowry on NBA Reddit right after this happened. Lol. Uh, and the comments. So obviously, the person, the dude, in that situation, is me. I wrote the hit piece, and. Um, and I guess by someone, they mean Golden State hired me to write it. Wow. And then someone wrote, got a ton of upvotes too. I remember how blatant it was. That got 15 upvotes. And then someone asked a context. And um, and the, the original poster said, basically right after this happened, a bunch of, yeah, um, someone did this post that got upvoted. and um, And all the comments, top comments, were super generic. Like, huh? Yeah, you're right, stuff. So, people got suspicious and started looking into the account, and found out it had only posted once in the Magic subreddit and hadn't posted for months prior. Then people found out the top commenters were the same, with months between their last post and their posts in the thread. So basically, the whole thing smelled like food. And eventually, the mods were forced to remove the post. And that got 67 upvotes. And um, this is
1: why this is why I'm deleting all my social media accounts. This is crazy. It's I'm a conspiracy, and the, I'm at the heart of it. People on the internet lose their minds, eh? Like, the internet is actually just, just rotting our brains.
0: What do I do? Do, do I do I so, speak up and say, oh, well, I wrote right. that,
2: and I wasn't paid? <laughs> wait, wait, I've missed something really vital on this the big thing. So, hang on a second. So, the alleged ghostwriter was you? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, I wrote the post, and I can,
0: I can tell you right now, and I spoke about it on the podcast at the time, I was not paid, And I'd like to point out that I had also around the same time I wrote a post um, saying that was titled Leave Kyle Lowry Alone and defending him after um, Raptors fans turned on him after the the Raptors lost the first game of the playoffs to the Magic. And I basically wrote a post saying he didn't even play that bad. He just didn't score any points. But like um, he didn't take many shots, so leave him alone. And it got downloaded to hell. So then to now be accused of being paid to write a hit piece on Lowry, mm. it's crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: So question for, do you have the same account? Could you, because could you come back from, could you announce yourself and say, it's me? Oh, oh, I'm back. Poster. I'm back. Yeah.
0: Well, I've been crafting a, um, a, a new post to write. Uh, so I might, I might drop that. I might drop that soon.
1: Well, I, sure. this is, this is the crazy thing about the internet. There's so many people on there and there's so many people with such strange views. The, I'm not saying this is you Paul but I'm just saying like the timing and stuff like that it was quite weird to write a Lowry hit piece at that time but I understand you're no it, it
0: wasn't a Lowry hit piece I was yeah. saying that yeah, well it was it was just I thought his him I just thought it was just crazy to be like he should be banned for a lot I don't know I thought and I, and I'm against billionaire courtside sitters who are pushing who, who the are players, yeah. Pushing NBA players, but I just thought it was, I don't know. Oh, that was a good No, answer. I'm on Larry's I'm, I'm on right, side.
1: So yeah, yeah. On that one. No, but, no, but like um, NBA Reddit did, like, it was it was classic, like, pack mentality. It's like, while the guy's a dick and should be kicked out or punished in some way, um, you know, NBA Reddit was like, he should go to jail. And I was like, I don't, it's not that bad.
0: My thing is that they think um, mine was so um, well written and formatted that it was done by a paid professional.
1: <laughs> compliment
0: I, I'm going to ask, I'm going to reach out to Golden State and say, um,
2: <laughs> you retroactively owe me some money. Paul, can you go on a Reddit and just go on the NBA Reddit and post? I had to do it one time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Be on ball! i Sit down. I, I used to be jealous of
0: having a
1: final. We're taking every game personal. Sit down. Wow. Paul, it's time for an update on the Orlando Magic. Hello?
0: Um, Yeah, hello. (laughs) I kind of forgot this was a segment.
1: Um, You update the Magic every week. It's one of your main things you do.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, There's not a lot to report. Obviously, pretty happy that Orlando could be, we could have that home court advantage.
1: That's big uh, news. In Disney World, That's big news.
0: Because um, as I said earlier, we're used to this altitude, we're used to the the heat, um, the humidity. You know, we've been training for this. Um, so yeah, that'd be huge for us. Any other? Oh, I figured out where Mo Bamba's apartment is. I did some stalking, figured that out this week. Um, so next time I'm there, I'll be able to loiter outside That's his apartment.
1: Not okay. Also,
0: yesterday. Happy 22nd birthday to Mo Bamba. Okay. Oh, congrats, man.
1: Paul, it just sounds like you're stalking Mo Bamba.
0: <sighs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I was.
1: So I'm guessing play, player of the week this week is Mo Bamba?
0: Um, yes, b- birthday boy <laughs> Mo Bamba. Um, you know, he's also pretty active online. Uh, he's probably released some gold this week that I, I haven't looked at. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah nothing else really to report.
1: No it's always good to it's hear what's, segment. what's going on
0: well, there was actually there was actually a trade rumor. there has been a trade rumor <laughs> okay that um, and I think it well not a rumor, but people I think on I think it started on Warriors Reddit and they were saying, could we trade our first pick if we get like the first number one pick uh, which I'd say they're the odds on favorites so far. If they get it um would the magic trade aaron gordon for the number one pick
1: okay yes do you guys reckon i would trade aaron gordon for like the number seven pick
0: (laughs) people were saying um you know aaron gordon is aaron gordon when the number one pick could be anything even an aaron gordon (laughs) um (laughs) but I will say it's supposedly a pretty weak. I haven't really done my draft analysis yet, but it's shaping up to yeah. be quite a weak one, right? Uh, but even even in a weak one,
2: there's there's going to be a couple of absolute if, studs, and right? Paul, you've experienced. Paul, I can't believe you're saying this. There's one what? obvious surefire pick. I said Cole Anthony.
0: Oh, from G- Basel GM, yeah, yeah. No, well, um, people are talking. I think people are talking about Anthony Edwards uh, for the Magic which I haven't looked into, but I don't know if he can shoot can, that well. I, I'd like someone who can
1: shoot. I, I hate on Aaron Gordon every week. I hate him as a player, and I s- strongly despise the Orlando Magic and everything they stand for. But I will say that I actually re, I actually re- reduct my statement about trading um him for the number seven pick. I actually think the Magic – I mean, the number one pick would be hard to turn down, but, I mean, that's not going to really realistic. The mag- I really think the Magic need to build around someone. And if, uh, you know, they've had too many good players slip away recently, I think so, you know, you, you may as well go, we're not going to make the same mistake. Oh, I, mean, I guess it's sunk cost fallacy, right? But like Aaron Gordon, give him another at least two years to prove himself. You know, he might turn into something, who knows?
0: I think it, just like with a bit of consistency, he's really starting to come right. And he's a great piece. Uh, he's really I young. Think he, Keith, um, he is
1: young. I mean, I know we talk about him every week, He's but he's, like... he's young
0: as hell. He's six six years in. He's just dipping his feet.
1: Yeah.
2: So, but... Paul, I've got some. Paul, you know, I'm usually. quite a like ma- I'm like, you in the... Paul, you know, I'm a magic sympathist. You know, sympathiser. But I. We don't watching... need sympathy. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, like I did in my heart. Um, as my as my, um, sort of C grade, um, league pass team. But what do you mean ben, C ben, grade? Like. <laughs> Not option A or B. But I'm still watching a lot of games. Maybe okay. 50%. Anyway, let's not dig, dig too deep into the rating system. <laughs> but um, I've been watching quite a bit of Big Head over the years because he's in my, been in my fantasy teams. Mm. And I feel, honestly, like this year is a major step down for him. Well, for Aaron what Gordon? Reason? Yeah, I think his decision-making has got worse. Uh, frustrating.
0: That's, that's, that's the thing. is He just should never shoot at all pull up jumpers off the dribble. <laughs> like he just, I don't know why he's doing it. Um, but he, what he needs to, to know is that he, he's, he's more of a, you know, he's a, he's like a doll, He's like a Sean Marion. He's not, he's not, um, exactly.
1: he, he should he's focus not, on rebound and defense, rebound and defense. And like, he's not,
0: cre- he's not a creator. He's, he's a finisher. He's a cutter. He's a hustler. He's a uh, you know problem, blocking shots. The problem
1: is the problem is the Magic definitely desperately need a creator, right? That's the problem.
0: Um, kind of like our faults. Yeah, I, w- I want to see faults just be the sole the sole because the NBA is getting more and more that way where it's like you've got the creator and then you've got the role players and I guess it's kind of always been like that. Um, and obviously, there's teams that that are definitely not there, but um, but you know. <sighs> And I almost think that's partly where like you know, Jimmy Butler in Philadelphia, it was weird because it was like, you know, you've got Ben Simmons, he can't shoot. He's kind of meant to be the the creator rather than the shooter. And then but then you've got Jimmy Butler now and it's like Jimmy Butler is kind of a creator. I don't know. But um I don't know what I'm talking about then. But um just let let Mark Howell be the creator in the starting five and surround him with with you know, pieces. We're away, yeah. we're away laughing. Yeah,
1: so you're, cl- you're one piece away, mate. Um, here's an interesting would-you-rather that I got from Reddit that I want to throw to you guys. JT, you're a tech expert. You make your own keyboards. You're a real whiz. So I uh-huh. think this would really be up your alley. And, Paul, you'll probably enjoy it too. Okay. Who would you rather trust calling fouls in an NBA game? The year is 2035. Would you rather trust, A, a virtual referee built on 15-plus years of NBA game data used to call most plays in the games with the help of a human assistant just to make sure it's heading the right direction, or B, referees like they are now? Human.
2: Okay, well, can I ask a question? Of course. Okay, who who has coded – because this really depends on who has coded – the virtual. Oh referring. bloody because hell, it so JT, virtual? Yeah. That can mean anything.
1: Oh, just a, like and for, uh, Just a animate. mate. Artificial
2: intelligence.
1: Have you heard of iTunes? Okay. Like iTunes but a riff. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um. Well, Zuckerberg made it. So basically, any time a computer is a better riff than a human, well it's just basically indisputable.
1: Yeah, but, but would you would you prefer that though? Yeah, definitely. Because it's quite crazy to think about ah. and you know that james harden is going to figure out the exact spot on the floor where he can like get in the shadow of a player and the cameras can't see him properly and he can draw a foul without even touching them or something you know like people can if james harden's
2: playing in, if he's playing in 2035 oh you, <laughs> know, you, think he can. you know
1: you know you <laughs> know what i mean though you know what i mean paul surely you'd prefer like a, a human the excitement. i think
0: harden will still be playing yeah, no, he's, he's found no. he's found a way to prolong his career by yeah. not playing defense no, no. and by only playing fifty percent of the game. And, he um he'll last
1: and not running up court by um, shooting from halfway.
0: Yeah, he he averages he covers like fifteen meters a game. Meanwhile, JJ Riddick is um I'm surprised he's still in the league after all the mileage he, he runs. <laughs> but um um he's a He's a gym rat, um, but uh, what what's the question? What would I prefer? <laughs> yeah, I
1: think I think I, I, I think
0: I think I am gonna stick with the robot because you know in these financial times we gotta create jobs, no. not take them away. No. And no, but no, I'll say um I'll say this. You no know, part of sport is getting furious at the ref, <laughs> um, abusing the ref from the stands. I so think I'm... I miss
2: it. So Paul, so I'm with what, you on what's this. the equivalent? Ah, damn that computer no, I'm for you. catching us! I've got a solution on this, right? Well, actually, you say that, but I get angry at my computer all the time. So counterpoint. But mm. I have this debate with my wife who wants a cat or a dog, and I said just get one of those Japanese Robo dogs that Sony puts out. There's no <laughs> difference between a cat's brain and one of them. So it got me, but it got me thinking. It's what it looks like. So what I would do, and this is actually my dream job, the computer would have to get things wrong, non-essential calls wrong every so often, and there has to be a human out there pretending <laughs> to be the root. <laughs> but they don't have any root <laughs> power.
1: <laughs> that is a really good yeah. idea.
0: That's kind of cool. So the, the person's out there with like a shock bracelet. Exactly. Anytime they need to call the whistle, or maybe no, maybe their whistle's automated. Automated. So the yep. whistle blows. And then in the airpiece, they'll say it'll be like the robot will be like foul on number two red, and then you'll be like yeah. foul number two red, and then they can get the abuse. Okay, I'm kind of into that. And the human, yeah, am into that.
2: Okay Like, am I getting stitched up here? The human right, before the game, the human would be like, computer, I cannot handle it to not I'm excited too.
0: I'm excited for the scandal when like one team, uh, probably Golden State, because that's where all the tech nerds live. There'll be one scandal where it'll be like, oh, supposedly they hacked the system and, get
1: all the ca- you
0: calls. know, and corrupted the calls, yeah.
1: Oi, I heard an interesting quote from Draymond on that recently where he was like, when we played with Golden State, we used to get so sick of playing other teams and they would say, you get all the fouls just because you're Golden State, one of the best glamour teams in the NBA. And when you're the Sacramento Kings, you get no calls. But then Draymond said this season, it was really fascinating playing on a crap kicker team and understanding what they're talking about where if you're a bad team the human error like they just you get no respect from the referees kind of thing.
2: Interesting.
1: Like if you're a referee yeah. you def- oh, I know I would you would definitely be intimidated by Steph Curry and LeBron James because you admire them as people and as athletes and it would be you know the the rumor was on the last dance right or Michael Jordan I think did he say this or the the, the rumor was that he was um uh like he would learn things about the referees to like go like how's your daughter sarah or whatever to try and like humanize himself with them and be their friends so they will refer more sympathetically which is which kind of makes sense because like we're all humans we're all full of that flaw you know
0: i thought he was getting ammunition so if they call he'll be like (laughs) i'll find your daughter sarah
1: (laughs) yeah i just (laughs) want to win i just want to (laughs) win
0: Um, um, I thought, yeah, sorry. Can I say, well, what was talking about James Harden, though, I recently online, something shook me. Uh, I think I saw it on Twitter, weirdly, but it was a montage of him, because I'd seen him, edit, I'd seen it before, like, it was all very familiar to me, him doing a dunk, coming down, and then um, grabbing his face, and and I, I'm sure I've seen him do it multiple times, and I was like, it annoyed me, because I was thinking, no one hit him in the face. Like, you see the replay, and no one hit him in the face. And it looks like he was um, like pretending he'd been snapped in the face and like it should have been a foul. But what it actually was is it's a celebration he does after doing dunks sometimes. And there was a bunch of them. It was a montage. What? Where he jumps up, dunks it, and because of the altitude, he starts checking his nose to see if it's bleeding or like wiping blood from his nose.
1: That's so weird. And that. looking at
0: it in his hand.
1: Very. And funny.
0: it's like a celebration he does. Where it's like oh i came down i got a bleeding because you know like isn't that a thing you get a bleeding nose from altitude or whatever i guess so yeah i think that's a thing um i assumed that's what it was they didn't actually specifically say it was an altitude based um celebration but i've talked a lot about altitude today
1: (laughs) where where else have you been talking about altitude
0: i was talking I, i said it twice talking about how the magic We're having an advantage by playing in Orlando because they knew the altitude. Yeah, good point, good point. And when I first said it at the start of the podcast, I actually couldn't think of the word, and I I started stuttering because I was like, what's the word I'm looking for? And now I've said it about 15 times. I've said the word altitude.
2: Did did Bobby Joe Laker tell you to say that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's a new sports drink they're developing in um, – San Jose. Just before we,
1: Just before we go, let's quickly let quickly let's quickly, um, let's quickly uh, touch on the Last Dance. It's time for a bit of movie magic. Oh. Paul, have you watched any more of the uh, Last Dance?
0: I've watched. Uh, the first th- two and a half episodes. You're
1: getting into but it, but I actually
0: did have a movie for movie magic.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well, let's do the last dance first, and then a bit of bit of movie magic. Um, JT, cool. you just you just had um, an interesting observation. I thought.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm quite. I'm actually quite far behind in the last dance, but I was watching um, clips on YouTube the other day of just sports news. And I saw Isaiah Thomas on some show apologizing for not shaking hands. I thought, this is the most ridiculous thing yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's a 50 a year old man having to apologize for something that's A, not an issue, and B, is a non issue from 30 years ago. And then I saw Bill Lambert ask the same question, who was just like, this is nonsense. I'm not talking about this. I wouldn't shake his hand, I wouldn't shake hands if I was there right now. But do you guys think it's, like, is it just because it's COVID or is it just because it's America? Or do you think that the Michael Jordan propaganda has worked so well?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy that people are, like, like investing. I love Michael Jordan, don't get me wrong. But the dude is a bit of a psycho. And, like, these quotes he says where he's crying and he's like, you ask all my teammates the one thing about Michael Jordan, he never asked me to do something that he didn't and do. Like, he just sounds like a... Um, like, just quite a strange person, and it's better to, like, keep that, that freak bottled up inside. Don't release it out so everyone knows that you're still clinging on to these, like, battles you, you had and won, by the way. Like, he did defeat the Pistons. Like, the Pistons are known as a good team, but he's known as the greatest player of all time. It's like, bro, you won. You are the champion. You don't need to scorn people in your Hall of Fame speech anymore. Like, let's move on with our lives a little bit.
2: Totally agree. I get really sick of the um, I just want to win thing because just wanting to win, it's like Jimmy Butler, right? I just want to win, I just want to win. But that doesn't apply to go join, he should have joined the Pistons on a minimum contract if you want to win so much. Or don't stay up all night playing cards if you want to win so much. Like, it's a very convenient thing to be your drive and purpose when it's about abusing your colleagues.
1: Yeah, yeah. But not
2: so when it affects what you want to do.
1: Yeah, and um, I must say, I really hated how they were just beating up on Jerry Craws, who no, no doubt was a bit of a knob, but. Um... Like, why just pick apart this dead man now? Like, you, you had the greatest basketball team pretty much of all time. Like, why dwell on it? I will say, though, they did get him good with some footage after their first championship, and Jerry Craws gets on the mic and just talks about how it's the organization more than the team. And I'm like, this guy is a bit a bit loony that he's taking away a little bit from the players in the locker room when they're spraying champagne. Like, that is that is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I'm on Jericho's side on everything, though. I
1: think okay, okay. it's a bit a bit far. Um, Paul, you had a um uh, a movie you wanted to talk about?
0: Yes, and I, I haven't listened to anything you've just said because I was just doing some quick research into this. You so said this week you had watched a, a, a,
1: music, a movie.
0: No, no, I watched it, but I just wanted to get the numbers right because I've got some little f- fun tidbits to talk about as well. Because oh. the movie I watched this week was a the Disney. 2012 uh, epic, John Carter.
1: Um, time out for a second. It's Guy Williams here um, doing the editing. Just wanted to warn people about this next uh, incredibly long, weird and tedious bit about um, John Carter. Um, if you want to end the NBA M- podcast, in now. Thanks for listening. And if you want to go on an amazing journey to hear about this weird film with Paul and it doesn't really make sense, then uh, may God have mercy on your soul.
2: up
1: front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Now, to those of you who don't know about this movie, one of the biggest flops ever. Uh, It's had a huge budget of like $263 million. And it lost uh, like most of it.
1: Who is, um, uh, who is the um, who's the star? Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: No, Taylor Kish, oh. who I agree should be a big star. He's uh, he, he his breakthrough <laughs> was the TV show Friday Night Lights, and since then he was spotted as being a star. And I think he's been box office poison it's to really, some extent. It's really
1: interesting when like like Hayden Christensen as well. Where clearly a movie studio has picked a guy or a girl and said this person's going to be a star. It's really interesting when even when they're put in these massive movies, they don't break through.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's also just, like, so much of it is kind of luck, you know? Like, he, um, you know, just, like, if, if you're just in a few bad movies, you know, it's, what dumb. can you do? Yeah. Like, I think, like, he was great. Not his fault, this movie. Okay, this is one of the most bizarre movies, I think. Has anyone seen it? No one's seen it. No. Um... Like, what would you even guess? Because so, I've been so interested by it for years. Because I was like, you know, firstly, when you hear that they've put this much money into this movie, and they're obviously like, this is the next big thing, it piques your interest. Especially when it's called John Carter, it's like, you know, what even is that? It's a pretty random name. Like, that just sounds like someone I went to school with, it's John Carter. sounds
1: like the sequel to so, *Coast Carter. Well, Coach Carter, what a movie.
2: Paul, well, if I guess what it is, is it going to blow? Is it going to ruin where you're going? No, no, no. I'd, I wanted to hear yes, you guys it, take it's, a stand. A bo- it's, it's based on the book, is that right? There's a, bo- a sci-fi book. I think it is, yeah. From Mars this. or something? I, I know the book, yes. but I've never heard of the movie. Okay. So or that's interesting.
0: I didn't know how well-known the books were, or the book, but um, they obviously thought, like, this is the next kind of Star Wars and went big on it, and it's a pretty weird movie. I think the ending's actually great, but the, generally the film is... There's a lot of bad bits, and it's fine. It's actually fine. But, um, but yeah, I give it a fine. It's quite long. I think the ending's good. Um, it's not great. Nothing to write home about. But what I do want to say is I was just looking at the biggest flops ever, and number one is actually 2018's Shot in New Zealand, Mortal Engines, which was produced by, um, what's his name? Peter Peter Jackson, and directed by his protege who had been grooming for many years, Christian say, Rivers, great name. Please don't say grooming.
1: <laughs> Grooming's he had,
0: He had got him as a young boy and had groomed <laughs> him. <laughs> um, um, Phil Peter, no, Jackson, he, um, Peter
1: Jackson, New Zealand legend, and you can't speak a bad word about him, but he has, and I love this, he's gone off the eccentric billionaire deep end. And he's oh like, get out of politics' he, he's, he's lost his mind he um he he got outraged by some apartments being built in Wellington so he bought the Wellington City council he got rid of Wellington's like quite good mayor and put in a nutter just because he was he's sick of these apartments and well- like he's Peter Jackson's lost his mind he,
2: I yeah, think he and lost it a New long Zealand- time ago it's the most New Zealand thing ever that he managed to buy an election and it only cost him like 30. Grand. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was it was fifty thousand dollars, yeah, and uh, right. it, and he's also wow. built, he's built a hobbit hole at his house. So like he's he's lost his mind.
0: Well, he's also now got the biggest box office bomb ever. They lost one hundred and seventy eight million dollars. So if you think splashing out fifty grand on a an election is bad, but um, Mortal Engines, truly bad film. But um, actually there are some similarities weirdly between Mortal Engines and John Carter in the sense that there are cities that um, when John Carter, there's one city that moves around, like it crawls around like a big kind of robotic spider. That is cool. And, um, and Mortal Engines, that's the whole plot of the movie is like that. Um, it's the future and cities now move around um, and like eat each other. But um, <laughs> back to, uh, this is the fun fact I had because I was looking at the, the biggest budget films ever. And out of like the top fifty, okay, what percentage of like the world's films would you say are shot in New Zealand?
1: Uh, one very one, small,
2: Fifteen percent. Right.
1: Fifteen. Fifteen.
2: It's like one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking Hollywood movies because there's no because the biggest the biggest that it goes no. Hollywood, then Bollywood, then Nollywood, Sorry. right, and then France. I thought about saying it, but I'm basically talking Hollywood Hollywood films. Can I just yeah, ask? Yeah, nothing. A tie.
1: Fifteen percent. No, no JT, 15's crazy. JT, you 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 you're saying weird stuff, mate, but what's Nollywood?
2: Nollywood is Nigeria and it's like the it's the fastest growing m- m- basic base of movies and it's Eclipse France and it's just behind Bollywood.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. And might
2: even actually be it might actually be Bollywood One now, US two in volume, but yeah. Oh, it's but- cause it's like you know how different areas of the world are sort of the the sort of pan cultural hub for an area, so for an example, lots of the Arab world, Arab seeking world will watch Egyptian soap operas. Yeah. Like, cause it, um, and so I think there's a lot of uh, Nollywood movies that are consumed all through Africa, different language groups, obviously, but that's sort of some cultural
1: similarities. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that is a very fun fact. Paul, is your fun fact going to top that?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Don't um,
1: lose. Stay positive, mate. Stay positive. Bring us home, mate. What's your fact? Hit us.
0: Oh, no, what, um, 15, so Hollywood, I've just looked up, makes about 600 movies a year.
1: Yeah.
0: What percentage? So two. New Zealand has like one yeah. one or two, two a year, two a right? Two yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So that's a tiny percentage. It's so weird, weird they like, shot
1: Mulan in New Zealand. That is so weird we shot Mulan in New Zealand. Like almost every Asian actor in New Zealand is in that film. Because we have so few, like, it's crazy. Anyway, continue.
0: Of the top 50 films, f- with budget, budget-wise, sorry, not quality-wise, uh, seven shot in New Zealand. And obviously it does, our landscapes lend themselves to large, epic stories. No,
1: but Paul, but Still,
0: that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that, that is crazy.
1: Wow. That is crazy. But is your stat there for seven of the top biggest budget films, uh, six of them Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and then one No, three.
0: No, three are The Hobbit. None of them are Lord of the Rings. Three of them are The Hobbit. One is King Kong, so Peter Jackson is responsible for four of them. Yeah. Two of them are another New Zealand director, uh, Andrew Adamson, uh, Chronicles of Narnia. They're actually bigger than The Hobbit in Whoa. terms of budget. Whoa. So two of those movies. And then... Um, Sorry, I've got a little lost. And then Avatar.
1: Oh. So we're
0: talking three different directors, seven films, is- all in New Zealand, hey, that- all with large budgets over two hundred million.
1: Paul, that was a very, um, a very fun fact. Just before we go, what is your okay. what is your response to John Carter? Good well, film, well, worth now- watching.
0: Um, I w- no, nah, I wouldn't really go out of my way. Basically, the plot is a guy from old timey days um from virginia he he kind of finds this this device that teleports him to mars and in mars he can jump really high and i think it is a cool power to be able to jump really high and the film's kind of enjoyable but um
1: do they have a basel scene where he jumps really high and dunks on people
0: no i was kind of hoping for that but sadly no
1: so what he's just a guy who can jump real high in space that sounds like an awful no wonder it bombed
0: he now he can fight good as well and he's very jacked (laughs) and i think the the i think the ending is really good and i think they 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 went off the ending for being like we man this is going to be huge we're going to put all our money into this ending um It was a satisfying ending, I thought.
1: Can you give us a can you give us a, um, a spoiler? Like everyone can close their ears now, and you just tell us what the good ending is, because so we never have to watch it.
0: Yeah. Okay. If, if stop the podcast now, if you're going to watch the film, John Carter.
1: No one is. No one even. Okay. Film.
0: So he needs this this like little um uh, like a medallion, right? That's how he got to Mars, and that's how he got that. Back to, gets back to Earth, as you say this code, and then you say which planet you want to travel to, Yeah. and basically, at the end of the movie, he marries the princess on Mars, Nice. and he decides to throw away the medallion, nice. basically saying, my life on Earth was terrible, and I'm willing to live on Mars. Great. So he throws it away, but then the bad guy who can morph bodies appears, and um, basically... Stabs him, and then he wakes up, and he's back in his 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 body back on Earth where he teleported from at the start, and he jolts up, and he's on Earth, and he's covered in dust because he's been lying there for like months or whatever, and um, not months, like actually yeah, quite a while, and um, and then he um, I just realised the other guy he was with is now skeleton, so he was there for ages, um, but anyway, (laughs) then. He, he wants to get back to Mars, to his wife, where his new life is, but he doesn't have the medallion anymore, and that's the only way to travel. Oh, no. But he knows, there's these, we- he knows these people who morph exist on Earth, and they are the ones who carry the medallions. So he basically sits about, because he's found this gold, so he's really rich now, and he lives in a big mansion. Nice. And he spends the rest of his life hunting, looking for the medallion, and trying to find these morphing people who have the medallions. And then finally... He strikes gold. Someone in a mine finds it. He um, he writes a letter to his nephew. And this is at the start of the film. Kind of... My...
1: I just want to hear the <laughs> ending.
0: <laughs> this is the ending. The nephew who arrives at the start, and he's basically been reading the entire film in John Carter's journal. So then we're back to that now. We're back at the start, where... which is actually the end. And he's reading He's read the whole story, and he's like, so basically, John Carter says, I found the medallion, I didn't die, I faked my death with this like special um, potion, and because they buried him in a um, tomb that could only be open from the there was no oh funeral God. and it can only be open from the inside. Please, so he's in the tomb Jesus. now and he's <laughs> teleported to How? Mars, but How he's like who's this? This. <laughs> this is No. A-
2: so what
0: then the next the nephew runs out and <laughs> he looks at the tomb, asking
1: about this and movie. And basically, is John' biggest regret of my life.
0: <laughs> so John Carter says, "John Carter says, please, I need you to protect my tomb because these morphing guys are gonna want to come and break into my tomb and you know get and and kill me and get the um the token back Oh, you've got and bring stop. me back from Mars. Yeah, are you doing a joke here? No, but, you've but then you've
1: got to stop."
0: I'm so Please. close. I'm so close.
1: Please.
0: I'm so close.
1: Yeah.
0: So the the nephew figures out the codes <laughs> to open the um, the tomb, but when he opens it, you can see one of the evil morphing guys appears behind him and is going to go in and get the thing off John Carter yeah. and kill them all. Yeah. But the guy opens the tomb, and John Carter's not in there. And he's like, what? And then John Carter pops out of the bushes from behind both of them Shoots yeah. the bad guy and takes his token. He never had a token. He oh, lied about having a token. He fakes his own death. That pays off to lure the bad guys out, and he gets the token. Incredible ending.
1: That that really pays off. You were absolutely right, right about man. that. That's the end of our podcast as well. What a high! What a magical way to finish it. I've been Guy Williams.
0: Uh, I've been Paul. i don't know actually. That was crazy. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that.
1: Yeah, 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 JT. I was so caught up
0: in John Carter.
2: <laughs> I'm JT. I'm JT. I was going to do a Danny Green throwback, but I already used that. already said
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank you all for listening. I did actually do all one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. We love you from the bottom of our hearts.